0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today.
1: This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry Williams.
0: Hi, hey, wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of Soulful Living at Empower Radio. Uh, You heard the little giggle. I'm so excited to be spending a few minutes with my dear friend, Scott Stabile. I had this whole little blurb written out, but really I just want to say, you know, it's been a heck of a year for everybody and we've suffered loss, loss of lifestyle, loss of loved ones, loss of a lot of things. But I feel like we've also experienced some gains, you know, maybe connecting interpersonally and for some of us, especially if you're connected with Scott Stabile, maybe you've stepped a little deeper into a sense of self-love. And if you haven't, that's what the show is going to be about today. It's about big love and how we can embrace it to get through these challenging times and, hopefully connect a little deeper with our own sense of self-love. So welcome officially.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Great. How are you love?
0: Good, good, good. I love the image behind you. So if you're listening to the podcast piece, as opposed to the video, um, his beautiful book, big love is right behind him with a really cool dragonfly. Um, it's really beautiful. How are you doing? Tell me how you're getting through all of this.
1: Um, well, how am I doing and how I'm getting through? How am I doing? I'm, I'm doing well. I feel I'm feeling very grounded these days. I'm uh, living in a little cottage near Lake Huron, which is one of the Great Lakes in Michigan, as you know, but not everybody does. And the Great Lakes are extraordinary bodies of water. It's like being on the ocean shore. Um, and it's been a really beautiful I haven't lived by a lake ever like for this amount of time and it's about a minute walk to the lake shore oh. so that's been really grounding I mean it's water but it's grounding. <laughs> so yeah it's really been lovely I don't spend a ton of time out there because it's been so cold but I go there every day and just kind of take in the lake and feel the energy and give to the lake, whatever I feel I need to release, if there's Mm. something sticky, or, you know, whatever. And yeah, so, so these days, feeling good, because I'm taking care of myself well, right now. And that makes all the difference, you know, like, I'm eating really well, I'm moving my body, I'm writing. So um, those things matter to me. And when I'm doing those things, I tend to notice that, how I'm feeling is changes, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. so. I love that idea of giving to the lake, um, especially the big lakes. I feel like they can really handle it and kind of letting that stuff just wash away.
1: Absolutely. And, and I mean, look, I'm a big fan of nature and I feel. Do you want me to be looking at like where I'm looking? Is that fine, or should I look at the camera? Like
0: that? we're looking great. I don't even know where I'm looking because okay,
1: just, I'm looking at you because I me look too. At the like
0: the I'm stuff. imagining I'm looking at you. So okay. all
1: right, I'm looking at you too.
0: Perfect. Mwah.
1: I'm looking at you, babe. <laughs> You're <laughs> looking at you, babe. So, you know, nature for me, I think for a lot of us, it's it's so it's so centering and the one of the most incredible things about the experience of living by this lake is that every day it's a different reality out there some days there's like ice floating the lakes are so huge they don't freeze but it was so cold here that that parts of it were freezing kind of near shore or you'd see strips of what looked like an ice flow out in the distance and there's this beautiful kind of transformative nature that i experience when i look at the lake but within that change there's just this energy of of flow and of okayness and that for me is one of the great gifts of nature i'm i can be particularly drawn to trees and and for me what what feels so compelling about trees is just the the way in which they're rooted and no matter what's going on around them there's this stillness there's this steadiness and i just feel like there's so much to learn from from that energy i know that you love nature in the in the way i do it's just like there are so many gifts when we allow ourselves just to be present with the natural wonders of our world that are really all around us. Even if just outside your door, there's a bush or two bushes or a tree. I mean, there's something uh, for me, just so grounding and beautiful about it.
0: Well, even, you know, you think of people in their big cities in an inner city, and maybe they don't necessarily have the elements of the trees and the water that we're talking about, but they have the sky if they, yeah. you know, I always look at it as they, if they can't connect to anything nature specific, there's always the sky. You know, you can look up when Absolutely. and even the dirt, you know, there's there's something about dirt and and the elements that that, you know, that's the earth. That's what we're walking on. That's what we're standing on. That's what's our foundation and supporting us. But I'm with you. Like I love the winter water. There's yeah, just it's it's so different.
1: It's magical.
0: Every day.
1: Every day. And the sky is completely different every day. And it's I just take I'm take this, I'm taking so many pictures of lake and sky, lake and sky. Mm-hmm. But it's like a different thing every day. The colors in and all of it. And I feel like you know, I've been thinking a lot about. Lately, um, I mean, I do in general, but I've been a bit more focused on it, just on intention mm-hmm. and the power of intention. And when we are living our lives more intentionally, and that can be in the the ways in which we connect with nature. You know, if you're walking, I've lived most of my adult life in big cities like New York and L.A. and San Francisco. And New York was the most extreme in terms of like having to work for the nature but there are parks and it's there and and or bring a plant into your home or three or five or whatever and i find in my life in general when i am more intentional about the ways in which i connect to anything to the people in my life to the trees in my life to the lake in my life to myself um what we are able to create it's limitless. Like there's no saying if I go to the lake, if I'm really angry about something and I go to that lake with the intention of dispelling my anger, releasing it to the lake, being grateful off, you know, lots of gratitude, thanking the lake, knowing that the lake can receive it. Nature, nature takes our, can you swear on this? I can't say shit. Shit, okay. My favorite
0: words. <laughs> Okay,
1: I figured it's you. So I know you outside of the show. But, you know, nature takes our shit, no problem. Yeah. And, you know, especially a giant lake like that. It's like, and, and when we're more intentional about that stuff, it's like, it helps, it matters. Mm-hmm. And so you, you asked me originally, like, how am I doing with everything that's been going on for the past year? That's part of the story for me too. It's like what I know is when I'm making intentional choices that help me feel more grounded and more at peace, I am helping myself make it through anything, yeah. including this pandemic. Which isn't to say that, I mean, you and I spoke probably almost a year ago because yeah. we did a show soon after it was all going on and we were talking like, how are we coping? But we were in the throes of it then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Know?
1: And, but it's really the same. It's like, in general, in my life, I'm not without the moments of, of deep sorrow, of anger, of all the, all the feelings that we all feel. And the way in which I cope is like, I allow myself to feel whatever I'm feeling, without feeling the need to judge myself for it, or shame myself for it, or move myself through it faster than it's moving, Mm -hmm. you know, and just more allowance, more acceptance. More flow. That's why I love being by a lake right now, because every day it's a reminder of flow. When I watch the, the waves coming in, I'm like, be in flow. You don't have to force anything. You don't have to force anything. You can just watch and, and accept and bring as much love to the whole story as you're able to, and you'll serve yourself beautifully that way.
0: I think that that is like the ultimate yeah. act of self-love, and celebrating big love is when you can allow yourself that space okay. and um, uh, to witness it, to be with it, and yeah. to say, all of this is okay, you yeah. know? it's it, 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 That the famous saying that I hear every day during this pandemic is, it is what it is, right? Yeah. And yet, if we can look at it that way, even if we don't like the cliche, if we can embrace it that way and then everything shifts and we don't feel like it's forceful or we're fighting it or, or that anything out of this natural existence is happening.
1: Absolutely. And that, that for me has been such a a growth point in my life is the, letting go of the fight against what is, I I I reflect back and I look at, and it's not, again, it's not to say that I don't do this still sometimes, of course, yeah, it's we're just here. that I look at how much of my adult life I spent in resistance to what is, like mm-hmm. going to war with reality, when it's like, reality is reality, and, and what I've learned is that, rather than like, I hate this, why is this happening, no, 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 what if I just accept this is what's happening if what's happening does not feel okay for me then from this place of acceptance i have more energy to move forward and create the kinds of changes i want to create when all my energy is going to the fight against what is like there's nothing left in me to create the changes and like what is the point of fighting against what is right now in this moment? This is what's happening, you know? And so I'm learning to to make changes from a much more peaceful and accepting place. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying to people that that if your reality is something that does not feel good for you, don't do anything about it. I'm saying exactly the opposite. There's so much you can do about it, but we have so much more energy to do something about it when it comes from this, more peaceful energy of acceptance. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have to, you go to war, you create war.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, I'm a big believer in what you focus on multiplies, you know? So if you're continuously angry and focusing on the fight or the obstacle, as opposed to, okay, this, it is, it's real, this is happening. So what can I do to move around it? Whatever that is.
1: Absolutely. And we know this from experience because we know everyone, I'm sure everyone listening, and I certainly know for myself, how many hours and weeks and months of my life I spent in that fight mm-hmm. versus what I'm experiencing now, which is much more acceptance. And it just creates for me a much more peaceful life. And And Terry, I mean, you know this about me because we're dear friends, but it's like, I'm seeking peace in my life and I'm making choices, working to make choices all the time that stand to create more peace in my day, whether it's more peace in my activism, more peace in my relationships, more, more peace across the board. Mm -hmm. And, and part of the way coming back to love, like for me, the number one way, to create more peace is always returning to love first and foremost of myself, always bringing love to the story because Mm -hmm. the vibration of love is one that creates peace and connection and acceptance and all the things that we're all desperate for.
0: Mm -hmm. I heard something the other day that made me think of you. It was uh, another one of my teachers and he was talking about the fight and um, different practices and he said there's love and then you can love unconditionally even more. Mm -hmm. And that I thought of you, I thought here's a man who is embracing loving and loving unconditionally because that what you accept in yourself, I see you really look to accept in others. And it's not, it's not easy because we are human and Mm -hmm we get judgy. I get judgy. Oh, for sure. You know, like I'm totally judgy Yeah, <laughs> and everything else. <clears throat> but yet if I can kind of stop myself throughout that process and look at it and then say, okay, I'm, I loved that. Just love more. You say love more. And it's a beautiful practice when you can offer that to yourself and then expand that out to your loved ones, your community, the world.
1: And the 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 beautiful thing about what you're saying is it it happens automatically when you love yourself. That that's the thing. That's why I think in my work and in my writing I focus so heavily on self-love because what I've come to understand is that the more we love ourselves, the more we naturally have love to offer other people and it's only when I am in some way, not loving myself that I feel compelled to condemn others. Mm -hmm. When I am, you know, my favorite quote, one of my favorite quotes is from the Buddha. He said, if you truly loved yourself, you could never hurt another. Mm -hmm. And that's the essence of it. It's understanding that when we're so steeped in self love, there's nothing else we have to offer people except that love in return. So Mm -hmm. I know that when, when I'm creating separation, when I'm going to condemnation, which doesn't mean that people aren't total assholes sometimes and that people aren't, aren't saying and doing horrible things. It, it's, for me, it's always about how do I want to show up in the face of that? Yeah. Understanding that we have no control over how other people are showing up, what they're saying, what they're doing. It's, that's none of our business, not really. And there's no we have no power over it, more importantly. Oh, what yeah. I have power over are the choices I'm making. Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? What example do I want to lead by? And whenever I'm coming back to love as the answer to those questions, I'm serving myself and the world because that's what love does. It only serves. It's it's a pure positive force that, oh. that only creates healing, you know? And why wouldn't we choose that? Right. That's why wouldn't we? There's no reason.
0: It feels it feels terrible to feel the other way.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Terrible. And I don't want to feel terrible.
1: No, ever. I don't either. That's why I'm all about love. I've said it many times. It's like if I'm about, love feels good. That's why I make a lot of noise for love and I'm so committed to it in my life. If love didn't feel this good, I wouldn't be a love activist. Do you know yes. what I mean? If it felt good to hate, I assure you I'd be the most hateful person on the planet, but that's not what comes from hatred. You know, it, so, and we all know this, Terry, that's what's so insane is how we humans, though we know love is the answer, we know it in our hearts. Yeah. We constantly come up with justifications to live outside of love,
0: mm-hmm. to
1: hate, separation, mm-hmm. con- you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's so insane to me. And yet I'm speaking on behalf of myself too, because I look at what my mind does. My mind creates all the same justifications that everyone else's mind does. You know, I feel like in my life, I'm just, much more um, committed to my heart than I am to my mind so when my mind is coming up with all that noise and all those stories it's I hear it all I just don't internalize it the way I used to Mm -hmm. you know
0: and that's a key right the way we we used to because I don't know about you but there was a time when I ruminated for a long time you know a lot more than I do now. Yeah. And something else that you said a minute ago was, um, you know, leading by example. And it is one of the things that I absolutely love about you is your authenticity. And you do lead by example because you own your shit. Mm-hmm. And yet you still say, even in owning that I can love more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you hear, I mean, you and I have deep conversations, so you get to hear more than most like the, my insecurities, my fear, like all the yeah. stuff that comes up, you know, but I think it's, I think it's so important to acknowledge that stuff, you know, yeah. and I, I feel like there's, there is a, a shift happening that feels really powerful in, in terms of the people out there um, leading these conversations is it feels like more people are willing to own their shit and not pretend to be this flawless guru who has transcended all of this because I believe there are very few people on the planet who have transcended all their ego nonsense and are really living in this totally blissed out egoless, always love all the time state, you know, the rest of us are working our butts off (laughs) for that, you know, and and understanding that it's lifelong work, Mm -hmm. you know, and that can feel that can feel daunting but it doesn't need to that, that for me always felt like, Oh my God, I've been doing this for so long. Like, why haven't I reached enlightenment? And now I've let go of that whole story and even that whole desire and just accepted like part of the experience of being a human on this planet in this reality is that if you are choosing to heal and choosing to grow and choosing to expand your consciousness, that is a lifelong journey. Yeah. And, but the beauty of it is you do get the dividends you get the payoffs it's like yeah i'm going to be working at it all along but i also see the ways in which i've grown i feel them i feel how much more loving i am i feel how much more accepting i am i feel how much more naturally i go to those places than i ever did and that's glorious you know what i mean like i'm that's juice like that keeps me going it's like i want more of this i want more of these these moments centered in this feeling of just total love you know, it keeps you it keeps you amped up.
0: Absolutely, and it and on you it shows like you're glowing when you are, when you are talking your talk, walking your walk, you glow. And right now you're glowing. Yeah, you. you're welcome. Um, so I know you've got some things that you're working on, uh, some offerings that you're putting out there for people. Again, listeners, this is my dear friend Scott Steadle. I love this man. And if you have not heard of him before, you've not worked with him before, this is your golden opportunity and the gift that you give to yourself because it is all about self love and big love and just love. Uh, (laughs) Just love. Only because, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I have something I opened up to today that I thought is beautiful. So we'll get to that in a minute. Um, But Really, I'd like you to share the new workshop that you're offering and your community group that you're doing so that people can have a taste of what it is that that you're bringing to the table.
1: Cool. Thank you. Well, I'm doing these big love groups. I think by the time this goes to air, the, the most recent groups are, are going to have begun. Okay. But there are things I'm planning to offer throughout the year, and it's really... I was a bit resistant to doing these groups online. I was traveling so much in 2019 um, to different cities to offer these in person and love so much sitting in a room, you know, with 15, 20 people and really diving into the, to the meat of self-love and facing our fears and overcoming shame and all of these core things that so many of us are working so hard on and to do that in a small group of people who are, committed to that process too and in wanting to love themselves more for me is like one of the great gifts of my life to get to do that but I've discovered that it's pretty extraordinary what can happen in a zoom group I mean and it it makes sense I should have known that because it's all energy and I do so many live videos on social media that I've I've known I felt the energy that happens when that's going on so these groups have been beautiful. I just call them like big love, the big love groups. And we gather together and we dive into the stuff that we're talking about. And my, my main intention, one main intention for the work I do is just to really, really remind people that they are worthy as they are, and they are worthy of love as they are, and that they're not alone in their struggle. And when you're in the group and you, you hear other people sharing what they share about their experience and their journey. We all connect to everything that everyone is saying.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: it blows me away every time. I mean, someone could be talking about their relationship with their cat, you know, and I don't have a cat, but something will come from that. That is so human and so universal. And we get to see how not alone we are, mm-hmm. how truly, truly connected we are to one another. And we get to, hold space for each other to share their stories and ask the questions that they want to ask. And I facilitate them and guide with, you know, just from my experience of life and and my deep commitment to the power of love in our lives and bringing love to our lives in every way possible. So so those are will be going on through the year. And there is one other thing happening. I'm going to be leading a a men's writing intensive the weekend of April 10th and 11th, just for men, which for me is really exciting because my work tends to draw women. So my, my workshops are always 90% women, which is great. I mean, that's that it's just, I always, there's always a part of me. It's like, God, I wish more men were doing this kind of work. And, um, the the workshop I'm leading is with this man named David Kirkpatrick, who's a really wonderful man. He used to head um, Paramount Studios in Hollywood. So he's really tapped into like screenplay writing and fiction. And I'm more of like nonfiction. And together, like we're going to just host a small group of men and dive into writing. You know, awesome. and I, yeah, it's called He Writes. I'm really excited about that.
0: That's awesome. And it's so needed. Like, I feel like there's a, this um, explosion of femininity and that um, it's been such a masculine ride for the last couple of hundred years.
1: Too masculine. <laughs> yeah. Way too masculine.
0: Yeah. But it's so beautiful that, that you're offering that So because men do need to connect more. You know, they need to connect more with each other. They need to be able to Balance that place of writing. I have no idea, you know, what the content of the group is, but my vision that I see is that it's just beautiful that they're connecting. And if you're in it, then it's going to be a more loving environment.
1: Thank you. Yeah, and I, for me, in all of the work I do with these workshops, is writing is a main tool I use. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's an incredibly powerful tool for self exploration,
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: it really. Through writing, we're really able, I find, to get in touch at times with things that when we're just in our thoughts, we don't necessarily open to the same pathways of understanding that we can open to with the written word, you mm-hmm. know, and and yeah, I, I want to just kind of sub- like chime in on what you're saying too, that we're, the, the it feels like the energy of our planet is moving more to the divine feminine and we're we all have all energies. We all have masculine, feminine, and it's and it and we've been functioning in this masculine and it and in many ways highly toxically masculine energy for so long that to feel the shift moving more into the feminine, more into receptivity and vulnerability and compassion, mm-hmm. it excites me beyond belief, honestly. Cause those are the energies I connect with profoundly you know and i'm i'm just i'm excited to see more men showing up in that way you know
0: Yeah, it's a balance you know we have not balanced forever and it's a really a balance you know in in your relationships when you can come to that place of balance it's great but we live in this real world we live on earth and it's beautiful because i know that those men in that group will be impacted with a sense of love. What they do with it when they leave is certainly up to them, but yeah. you're going to give them a great gift in that in your open heartedness and your well, willingness you. to embrace it. So
1: thank you. Yeah,
0: you're welcome. Okay. I want to read to you okay. what I opened up the book and um, my bookmark happens to be a poster. I think I read this with you before. I have
1: it on the fridge here. You gave me a copy.
0: Yes. The I have
1: it right on the refrigerator. <laughs> I love it.
0: That's my bookmark, um, and these are the two two that I opened up to today. Can I read them, or do you want to grab your book behind you and read them? No, I'd
1: love to hear you read them. Okay,
0: I'm going to read them. So the first one I thought was so fitting for what we were talking about today. No matter how challenging your reality feels right now, you have the strength to survive it. Okay, it makes me want to cry. And the wisdom to grow from it. Everything plays its part in your greatness. Everything. Obviously, it touched me deeply because we do have all of that. And yeah. we, we forget. Yeah. Even I forget. Even you forget.
1: All the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it doesn't go away. That's the beautiful thing. We can forget a thousand times and that knowing, that inner wisdom is still with us. So we can always return to it. There's always the possibility of returning to that, which we've forgotten, you know.
0: And when you return, it's that, it's like you can sink into love.
1: Yeah, it's coming home.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. And so the opposite page, uh, for those that are watching on video this is the awkwardness of video. I
1: know. You do like me. Oh, I it.
0: The opposite page, which I also thought was beautiful. Okay. And then there was that time that you sucked down your fear, breathed into it, faced it with a courage that moves mountains. And you stepped right into that thing, that situation, that experience, moments and forever before had crippled and controlled you and had you believing you could never rise up to meet it but you did because you could and you will again because you can yes oh yes you can every time i read those i hear your voice um saying yes you can and i feel like <laughs> i feel like it's the little engine that could
1: that's awesome yes
0: yeah. You can.
1: It's a joy for me to hear you read from <laughs> Just Love. Yeah, that's cool.
0: It's beautiful.
1: Thank you. It's
0: really beautiful. So, um, everybody, those are the gifts that this beautiful man brings to all of us. Big love, just love, and I'm sure there will be a lot more about <laughs> love, 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 love,
1: love, love, exactly.
0: Right?
1: Yeah, and, always.
0: So, okay, well... We're down to the wire. I think we probably only have a minute left. Um, And as you know, I love for my guests to leave the listeners with something to take out into the day to elevate their soul or maybe lift them in love. What would that be?
1: Yeah, you know, I one of my constant refrains to myself throughout the day, every day these days is it's okay, honey, you're human. Like every time I'm inclined to get down on myself, beat myself up for something, not showing up the, may, may, the way I wanted to, it's like it's like I'm there as my own best friend. And I'm just like, it's okay, honey, you're human. It's for me, this very gentle way to remind myself that we are not perfect. We are not here to be perfect. Part of being a human being with the human mind is that we contain all of it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's just another way of saying to myself, I love you. I've got you, you know, be good to yourself, be gentle with yourself. So I encourage listeners, watchers, when you feel yourself getting frustrated with yourself, just just be like, it's okay, honey, you're human.
0: Mm, I love that. And all of Scott's information is available on the Soulful Living page here at Empower Radio, Uh, scottstabile.com, S-C-O-T-T-S-T-A-B-I-L-E.com. Thank you. I love you.
1: I love you so much, Terry. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patris and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium and motivational speaker. I know that feeling and on my podcast, your inner voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.